0: I absolutely love this quote from Martin Seligman. He said, I would help a patient get rid of all his anger, anxiety and sadness. I thought I would then get a happy patient. I never did. I got an empty one. This is because the skills of flourishing go beyond those of minimising sadness. And that was Martin Seligman writing in Flourish in 2011. And so I thought I'd reflect today on what makes for a long and healthy life. Well, psychologically, Seligman's research in the field of positive psychology has shown us that longevity and happiness seems to be related to healthy relationships, a sense of meaning and purpose, and being in a state of flow, really enjoying those moments. So what can help us are all of those things that bring about that sense of meaning, that sense of being in the zone, that connectivity. So give the following a go. Number one, mindfulness. And here are some alternatives to meditation. The Zentangle is a mindful technique where you simply draw patterns into a rectangle, a little bit like doodling. And in that you create yourself almost your own mandala. And that's a really nice thing that you can then color in. It's a sense of ownership because you created it. You've improved your concentration and focus because you've been doing that for a while. There's no sense of right or wrong. And there's a sense of expression letting out what you're feeling. Something I've been able to do, and you can do this in soil, or you can do this in a sandpit if you're not able to do this on a beach, is draw the Zentangle within nature. I've drawn it in the sand and it's absolutely beautiful to do. You might even wish to use your art as a tool to recognize your feelings. So for example, whilst you are drawing, perhaps choose a color to represent certain feelings, anger, happiness, love, and so on. Relax, close your eyes and just draw. And then look at the shapes that you're drawing because this can actually give you a little bit of insight into what you're feeling when you catch yourself mindlessly doodling. Are those doodles denoting feelings of happiness or are they denoting feelings of anger and so on? Socialization. So, of course, healthy relationships are cited as a key pillar of happiness. And Seligman does say whilst healthy relationships do not guarantee happiness, happiness is not often found without them. It's worth remembering there are two types of loneliness that we experience. Emotional loneliness, which is lacking the companionship of a specific person, or social loneliness, not having a wider network of friends. It is not to be interchanged with solitude, which is a choice. And loneliness is also not to be confused with isolation, which is the physical act of not having people around you. Loneliness is a feeling. And in the case of solitude, you've actively sought time on your own and you are often feeling very fulfilled and occupied whilst doing so. However, if you are feeling lonely, if you are lacking social connection and if you know it within yourself, the outlook is not brilliant. Holt Lundstedt found in 2015 that this lack of social connection and feeling it really increased the likelihood of mortality by 26%. Loneliness has also been associated with other physical illnesses such as heart attacks and strokes, and having few connections with others may also contribute to a decline in mental health and has links to dementia as well as depression. It may also be that if we don't see others... It can lead to a spiral of negative feelings, which can include even fearing other people or lacking trust in others, and even feelings of low self-esteem, because we might worry that we're struggling to make conversation with others because we just haven't practiced it. Not having someone to share worries with can lead to overthinking or having very biased views, which may not be true. So here are some things you can do, which also can relate to the third pillar of happiness, which is finding a purpose. So join a class, a club or volunteer, something you've always wanted to try or something you've always enjoyed, because volunteering can also give you that sense of extra fulfillment because you're giving back to the community. And you might also find very like minded people that you can get on with. Also, don't forget when it comes to volunteering. It's not just about spending time doing whatever for a fundraiser. You might wish to offer a charity your talents and teach something, or you might even want to become a trustee. You might also be able to advocate for societal change. Sometimes I say we don't always need a psychologist. We need a sociologist instead. When you're working within that realm of charity and community, you might recognize that actually it's not for the want of people getting involved, but there's no accessibility. There comes a point where we need to advocate for the government to collaborate with urban planners or with charities or with town planners to ensure that there is accessibility and allows a place and space for people to get involved with things that boost their well-being. Research by Greening Dementia found that, Although people with dementia recognize the benefits of being out in open space, they also said that there weren't accessible toilets, or they didn't know which spaces were dementia friendly, or pathways weren't big enough for a wheelchair. Even in my own work, when I've been speaking to people in the community, people have talked about how going to one of their community meeting groups is one of the most important and amazing parts of their day unfortunately what's happened is the council has removed the bus route so the first time it was a case of coming late but they still went anyway now they can't go at all so when it comes to meaning and purpose you might actually be able to make those social relationships build that sense of meaning and then get into the flow because you're really going for something you've got this purpose this this drive this thing you're advocating for And that can give you a lot of energy as well. So really think about some of the ways we can come together. Because if we do that, you might find you're matching all three of those pillars of happiness. And you're getting really involved not only with what you care about, but with other people who care about the same thing. Of course, if that is too much for you, go back to the mindfulness But you might actually find within that mindfulness, there are things that maybe get you angry enough to find your purpose.